heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. It is Malcolm at eight. Welcome into the voice of a nation, my fellow Americans. Uh, and of course, to all of our friends around the world, thank you for joining us on the broadcast. The GOP, the Republican Party. I mean, they're really, we, we don't have a chance, a chance in hell to push back against this push of leftism, progressivism, Marxism, communism onto our country. When you look at leaders like Mitch McConnell and this, this statement he makes just infuriates me uh, when he says that impeachment ought to be rare and is not good for the country. And, and this, this was a, a piece in uh, Insider uh, and, it, of course, he's hearing uh, McCarthy, the speaker, start to talk about a, an impeachment inquiry, uh, which is just really, in a, it, it's not a, that's not an, a, a complete impeachment. That's just an inquiry, an investigation, if you will, of research, data points, what have you, et cetera, to determine if there is a case there to impeach uh, this president. Of course, he could ask millions of Americans and we'd give him all the ammunition he needs. I would imagine at this point that you could ask probably a whole lot of Democrats and they could also come up with reasons to impeach the man, I would think, especially when they leave the gas pump and see what they're paying for gas prices right about now. They could also find reasons, but that's not exactly the reason, is it? There, let me count the ways, right? You know, here's the thing. I mean, w- when you look at how much the left leftism, progressivism, throws at patriots, throws at real Americans. When you consider all that has happened and transpired, friends, let's forget the short memory. Now let's just look back over the past many years and consider all of the relentless attacks against freedom, against liberty, justice. Look at all the attacks against Trump is just an example. You know, tr- Trump was, I mean, the whole key for them to go after Trump was to come after us. Trump was just in the way. Let, let's be clear. Everybody thinks this is all about Trump. It's not all about Trump. He, he's just in the way is all it is, people, which is why he's such a target. But when you consider all the things that transpired, and all the attacks, the left never questions. They don't think twice about going after the right, going after patriotism, going after patriots. You, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen it. You, you, you've, you've seen all of this. And yet, you want to talk about why we're having these problems and the right, they just simply don't return the favor. Because, oh, it's, you know, for the better of the country or, well, you know, we can't do that because we can't stoop to that level. You know, there's something to be said about fighting fire with fire, isn't there? I mean, you cannot continue 
to just look the other way. And 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 it's it's relent it's so repeated, it's relentless how many times the right does this. So there was an interview with the New York Times. Mitch McConnell says the subject of impeachment came up, of course, you know, it would with the Times to edge McConnell on. And they they know where McConnell comes from on this stuff. They're not stupid. They played the psychology game really well. This the and that's the other problem. Beside the ineffective leadership and the GOP in the scumbag media, we don't have a chance. We simply don't have a chance un- until we remove uh, these sources. It, it, we, we've got to uh, alert people to the danger that media is uh, more and more and more that it's doing to uh, people that are more limited on time, but they spend that time with the legacy media or with these these outlets like this, and uh, and they come away empty-handed from the truth. They don't really know what's going on, but they hear the talking points, and they don't see, or they don't, uh, I guess they don't realize how badly they're all lying, especially if they cross-reference with other articles and other broadcasts and other things. You know how that goes, and, and people, you know, they... It's not what they do for a living. They're short on time. They're just looking for a little bit of uh, information and news of what's going on in the world, what's going on in their country, in their states, and their markets. And they, they just peruse real quickly, take a look at the headlines. or you know, And that's how they gather their news. And frankly, a lot of people are getting it from social media as well. That is a huge source of news, a bad source of news, to be sure. That's just opinion-based is all that is. There's no news there specifically. It's just opinions. Yet people leave there and they actually believe this stuff is gospel. And I'm seeing people all over the place do this. I mean, it it does even filter in here to our network. And I'm always questioning these things back to many of my people saying, well, do you know this to be true, really? Well, blah, 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 blah. Not really. I've seen it in such and such, but that's not true. You have to go back and and really check the the sources on this stuff to know where it originated from and who put it out there, you know. But that's the way the game is played with the New York Times, uh, surely. So McConnell weighed in on this subject of impeachment. This is the first time he spoke out in public about it. And he said this, and I quote, I said two years ago when we had not one but two impeachments, that once we go down this path, it incentivizes the other side to do the same thing. And he talked about the criminality with Trump and all of that. But, you know, he he then says, let me get this uh, in, in context here. It's bad for the country. It's bad for the country. Well, let me tell you what's bad for the country, Mitch McConnell. What's bad for the country is to continue to give the left their way, to continue to give this Marxist takeover of our nation their way, or to think you're going to be ladies and gentlemen with these kinds of people. You know, it is time where this, we have to fight and push back. It is time to rock the canoe, my fellow Americans. It, It is that time. We shouldn't just impeach the president. We should impeach a whole host of people simultaneously. Uh, I know maybe that sounds radical to you. Does it? Well, let me tell you what sounds radical. What sounds radical is that 
we're not a sovereign nation anymore. What sounds radical is the uh, the uh, the culmination of our uh, decline in our military and the the open border policy on the 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 terrorists and the bad cats and the the fentanyl drugs and the 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 horrible immigration policies and the the economic demise and what happened in Afghanistan and the foreign policy and the 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 deals and sell off to China and um and, you know playing and pushing this Russia narrative forward with Ukraine and and really the proxy war that that is that sounds like that is dangerous for our country, McConnell. Maybe you ought to consider that those things are dangerous for our country. Maybe that's where we should start. What is it with these people? Are they just unintelligent? They have rocks in their head? Or are they morons? Or all of the above? I mean, all of these things are bad for our country. And that's why we should be pushing back all the way, aggressively. This is why we need new leadership. We don't need this. This guy, he's done. He needs to get out of there. Forget the fact that he went blank last week and was staring into the, uh, uh, the uh, oblivion and, and, you know, lost his place entirely. Many people think he had some sort of a mini stroke of some sort. I mean, it was not normal behavior. And put all that aside, hard to do that, of course, but we're seeing that in a lot of politicians now, like Diane Feinstein, Joe Biden. There's a whole host of them now. It's happening everywhere. But put that aside, even if they're capable and functional and at a level to be able to function, this is not acceptable what's happening to our nation. Yeah, we need to push back. Yeah, we need to impeach them. How... Listen, here's the thing, people. How are we going to get the attention? How how are we going to make people understand how critical this moment is? To continue playing ping pong with them? Is that the answer? Just just keep playing, you know, that's all we're doing here. It's ping pong. It's a game of political ping pong, back and forth, Democrats and Republicans. <laughs> Problem is, the left are always the ones that are serving. <laughs> in that political ping pong game. The right never take the ball and spike it back. Do they now? I'd like to see a ping pong game where we spike the ball back. Hard and aggressive. So they lose the paddle and lose control of the damn game at this point. Right? That's what needs to happen. What I'd like to see is a combination of impeachments put forth with this GOP. I'd like to see them get so aggressive that this ridiculous and, and you know it's and it's hard, people, when you when you get so infuriated to keep the conversation to not uh, to not speak gutter talk. It's really really different. You have to control your your. Uh, vocabulary very carefully when you start talking uh, how extreme these conversations are you see so we we remain ladies and gentlemen of course right that's important yeah but uh you know you want to get their attention let's get their attention then how is legacy media going to ignore that 
how are any of the media, the mainstream media people going to ignore if there's five or six impeachments coming at them? Yeah, maybe things sound a little radical, but people, everything is radical now. Everything is radical. The whole country's radical. The whole wokeism, the whole gentrification of America is radical. The, the borders are radical. The foreign policy is radical. The economy is radical. It's all radical. Let's just add impeachment to the list. Maybe that's where we need to start. Yeah, just as a starting point. I mean, you can't tell me that uh, this uh, Alexander Mayorkas shouldn't be impeached right in the public town square. <laughs> Christopher Ray, right, is another one, right? There's so many of them that have broken the rule of law that are doing unconstitutional maneuvers that are endangering our nation that are that are that are destroying our country i mean there's the administration is full of them people where do you start well here's where we start right here and take the first four or five names that are doing the most damage and let's impeach them all simultaneously no yeah it's radical that's never been done. But a lot of things right now that are being done to our country have never been done before. Do you get the point? Who cares? I say push back on the entire system. Get their attention. How then will the media ignore that? <laughs> They're not going to be able to. You want to get their damn attention? They're not covering any of these stories now. They don't cover anything they don't want to cover. This this whole media outlet, this... this uh, Industry is run by globalists. It's all run by the same cats. And they're pushing the same narrative and uh, psychological warfare and information out there to the American people to consume. Problem is, a lot of people in the country are consuming it. And they really believe all that crap. And as people have been saying on this program in recent days and weeks and months, people are calling for a complete boycott of the media. Maybe that's the word I'll use. I haven't heard that used, but maybe it is just a boycott, a, a, a lifetime boycott, permanent boycott <laughs> uh, of the media elite. And, and that is how a lot of people are feeling right now, that it is that the danger that's being done from these sources is serious. Uh, it's, it's, it's serious, very, very serious to the moment of, how many people are taking, just like the election, all the scandal, the fraud with the election, thinking you can't use words like election fraud or, and a lot of people still use all their stolen election. You really can't use any of those words. Those words get lost easy. Um, there's a complete pushback almost immediately on those words. You're better to go about expressing those, uh, uh, those uh, points of the election in other ways than to call it what, they are going to block or censor or, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to connect and you're not going to be able to put that out there. They're going to stop you. So a lot of people still use those words. I tend to avoid them. I use other words. I find that. And, and that's really what we need to do across the board in a lot of these conversations, which, again, is fighting fire with fire. The left does that all the time. They switch words out that mean one thing and then another and come up with their own vocabulary and double down on that and tell you what they, whatever they put out there that they blame on the other side is the projectionism and what they are doing. I mean, so they flip the script on everything these people do. 
and yet the right never do. So why is it that patriots don't fight back fire with fire? And I'm not suggesting Mitch McConnell is a patriot. I don't know what he is, frankly. I don't know him well enough to give an opinion. I just know his time has passed, and I know he's not the cat we need in this position uh, in the Senate, to be sure, as well as a lot of these people. Now, uh, you know, so the way to get their attention, friends, is to start an impeachment uh, uh, program circus and uh, it, almost like the buy one, get one free sort of program, you know. We'll impeach two or three and add two or three to the pile and uh, see if that gets their attention. You want to open up the six o'clock news and see what they're going to talk about now when we're impeaching uh, part of his administration? What else are they going to talk about? Or create some special counsels as well, which is what the left has done very well. Look at all the special counsels they've created. You know, just look at them all. And, and the, most of them have gone nowhere. Where did the Robert Mueller thing go, right? I mean, just start creating all these special counsels as well and impeachment and inquiries and they, you know, you bedazzle them with all of this nonsense. It's all distraction game, people. That's all it is. But the the comments from McConnell uh, should be insulting to every American. Every American should be insulted with this for him to suggest that, well, impeachment ought to be better, but it's not rear now, uh, Mr. McConnell, because they made it commonplace. So you'll have to fight that back now. No matter what you said uh, two years ago or not, you know, and then this other comment, uh, um, he um, he noted uh, at the time that Trump could be held liable down the line. OK, we have a criminal justice system in our country. We have civil litigation, he says. This, I mean, what does that mean? We, we don't have any of this stuff. We have a corrupt criminal justice system. We have a we have a. Lady Justice is not blind. She sees everything that's going on. She's uh, corrupt. I mean, the civil litigation, it's all corrupt. It's its all out of order. You know? It, 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 these talking points are, are uh, very concerning. And to think that this is a leader of the GOP in the Senate, you know? Uh, I, I just... I see this now as a moment where we to wake people up. And, you know, and let me let me ask um, Dr. Steve Lotulip is here with me. And uh, Steve, let me ask you right out. I mean, you know, I know what we're talking about here sounds uh, to a lot of people. And I, and I get it. I really, really do understand this point of, well, it's you're being really radical and ridiculous. And I, I understand that. I, I really do. But I think it's time to be radical and ridiculous, I guess is what I'm saying, because we can't play the game by the same set of rules. And for McConnell, this is what the I've been watching this here in the Republican Party for so long now. I've never seen them ever get aggressive. Even as, even as a young man, I've never seen it. I've seen the left dismantle our country over the past two or three decades to where we are right now. Um, they think nothing of it. And the, the right always comes back, and says, yeah, but, you know. We, we can't do the same thing. We got to put on a better face or we got to do this. But where does that get us? Where, where's that get? Why, why is this such a radical point of view is to give the left their own medicine back? Why do you think? Uh, Malcolm, I think we need to even go beyond that. <laughs> uh, truthfully, I mean, you're, in some ways, I, I think you're being gracious. You know, when we're just talking about impeachment, given the fact that 
the left has completely shredded our nation. Right. Well, but you, all right. So uh, gracious is not one of the things I'm thinking about that would come to my mind that I am being, but thank you for that. Thank you for that. So uh, maybe not. So tell me what else would you do? I mean, I, I don't, we got to start somewhere. Is this not a point to, I mean, speaking about McConnell's comments about don't impeach anything, it ought to be rare and, you know, that sort of thing, just like abortion, Steve, you know, rare. Right. Right. Well, you know, you, you know, we, the, the question of, of these aging politicians who have known nothing but politics all their entire life. Here we've got Mitch McConnell, 81 years old. He's been at this same event at Fancy Farms at a little picnic. You know, it sounds like so family oriented, so sweet and nice. This is his 28th appearance at this event. And what really perplexes me and makes me ask, like, Mitch McConnell, who are you? Because, you know, he says he's really excited to be back at Fancy Farms. And, and he says, on behalf of the strongest Republican team we have ever run in our state. And I mean, that's purely laughable. It's despicable. But then he goes on and he says, he speaks some truth. He says, we're up against the folks who gave you record high inflation. They closed the schools. And then they told you that teachers unions know what's best for your kids, not mothers and fathers. And, and you know, he it's like, where is he coming from? Because he has benefited from all of these assaults against the people. Well, here's the point. He for says, you, you know, what, what you're describing is there. What see if this makes sense. The, the McConnell class. See, they're. They're kind of, Steve, fighting the same game they would have done 20, 30 years ago. But the comments you just read that McConnell would have said back tells you that they don't see they don't see the danger and they don't see the level of despair that the country is in. In other words, they think it's politics as usual, business as usual, that if they do the right thing, say the right thing about all of this stuff, they're somehow magically... The Americans are going to come out in, in, in droves at the next election, and GOP is going to have a land sweep, landmark moment. That's is that not what they think? Yeah, I think you're right on that. I think that they they feel like, look, it's always worked for us before. We've gone back and forth as far as who is in control, the Democrats versus the Republicans. But that's all a wash right now. I mean, it's the Democrats and Republicans are, yeah, they're they're all a unit party. They are fully supporting the globalist movement and therefore how do we approach this i mean when mcconnell says impeachment is bad for our country um well what did i say I, it's all bad for our country steve everything i just spelled out is any of that stuff good for our country you know i i'll be honest with you i think what would be good for our country Malcolm, to use your ping pong ball analogy is take the ping pong ball and shove it down their throats. Okay, Ooh, that's like what that we idea. need right now. Yeah. yeah, to save America, it's what we need to do. That's the real question. Are we going to be able to do whatever it takes to bring back our country? Yeah. And what is that? And of course, we want to be peaceable. We want to be civil. We want to be a law-abiding group of people. Mm -hmm. But when there is no law, that is upheld, we're back into the wild, wild west again. Right. That's right. That's right. And the way he says, uh, uh, to your point right there, uh, Steve, he says, uh, you know, this is what I mean. They go back to the, the drawing board of the same talking points. 
well, we have a criminal justice system in this country. We have, what does all that mean? We have civil litigation. What does all that mean? It's corrupt and it's crooked and it's disgusting. And it doesn't, we don't have, there's nothing, there's nothing particularly uh, uh, equal or uh, unifying about this criminal justice system. Look at all of the characters who've gotten away with, uh, with crimes on the left uh, consistently. And yet this guy, Mitch McConnell, wants to go back and play the game the same way, Steve. There's no way we're going to win under those set of rules and that political ping pong game without doing what you say, jamming it down their throat or at least spiking the ball so they're, they that we spike it back so aggressively that they fall on their asses. How's that? Well, that sounds good to me. And yes, they proved their point. Very clearly, when we saw what BLM and Antifa did to our nation in 2020 and, you know, try and compare that with the so-called insurrection of the conservatives who protested at the, the Capitol building. I mean, just compare the two. And it proves that we definitely have a two tier system of injustice in America. For sure. You know. This whole thing about so much of this conversation is washed under the carpet constantly with our media heads, these legacy and mainstream media and cable media and social media and the whole program, lock, stock and barrel, smells badly. And they don't cover the stories that they don't want to cover the stories. They ignore the stories and the stories they do cover they're just agenda driven and they twist whatever facts they want to twist so that the American people are off kilter and they never really know the out loud truth. They just know whatever that agenda is that they're pushing. And with all that said, I mean, this is the time where if we if we don't do something that seems almost extreme at the moment, then, you know, they're not going to cover it. But I think they would be forced to cover a multifaceted, and you know, as many times I've said, we don't get their attention. I remember years back, Steve, saying, why don't they, all of the leaders on the GOP come out to the Capitol steps and demand? I, I remember years back when some of the, um, uh, the, 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 the maneuvers were happening from the Hillary Clinton camp and the other things that were so egregious in our face and the way they got away with everything, including murder, and the way James Comey got away and twisted the system. I often said, take a moment, make it a moment for the cameras so that the media can't ignore the moment. Get out there and just don't allow it. Tie up, tie up the moment. Get out on the steps. Your cameras are not going to be able to refuse that. Just like the time to remember Pelosi and uh, Schumer, Schmucky Schumer, and uh, all of the uh, brass and the Democrat Party got there and they uh, got into the um, the uh, uh, African slave costumes and they were all kneeling down. Do you remember that? Oh, it was disgusting. Yes. Yeah, but that's my point. Yes. See? Yeah, but totally. they got everybody's attention, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. And 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 they were so off uh, their they rocker. Did. Yeah, and so you. Oh, they were way off target. But we you're right. You know, we are living in really drastic times, extreme times. And we have to somehow change the game and figure out how to do that, because we have a limited time. Uh, I think the 2024 election, one way or another, is going to be cataclysmic. And 
Uh, here we are approaching the primaries. We'll be into the debates uh, before too long. Uh, it's going to be interesting times. It is indeed going to be interesting times. Uh, and, it, and, and we're in interesting times. We're in historical times, and we've been there. And the stakes are getting higher and higher. These next few years are going to be key with what transpires in our nation. There's no doubt about it. As I shared with you the other day, it has nothing to do with somebody saying, and I, and I don't want to hear this, you know, the most important election of our lifetime. They've all been important. That's not even the point anymore. I think it's the moment of understanding that our country is in a grave, grave situation. And it's far more gone than what people think. People on the surface don't have a clue as to what's really going on right now. And they don't, they're not going to really hear it until they, as I've said to you years back, people, until they're in their neighborhoods and they hear the boots coming down the boulevard in their neighborhood. Then they'll damn well wake up at that moment, I'll tell you. You know, when there's a complete takeover. And then it comes to a small town USA, you see. And that's kind of the moment we're in. Uh, it, all of these things are, uh, I mean, they're, they're fairly radical. Everything that's happening in our country, it is a radical, probably the way to look at it. It's a radical moment for our nation. That's where we're at right now, friends. There's nothing normal about anything that's playing out, anything that's developing right now. It's all radical. And so this political ping pong game that we're talking about today, we need to spike the ball back. Uh, you know, that's the way it is. We've got to get the attention of the establishment, but more so the media. And we've got to cultivate that message. They actually need a good PR and a marketing team. The GOP does. Somebody that's out of their realm. Uh, so, uh, a group that would make them uncomfortable would be best served. If somebody come in with best advice practices and to be able to come up with a campaign that is truly effective, instead of sitting there crying all day long, as they do, some of these cats do, about the failures in the system, the failures in our country, and then the others that are in denial, and then the others that are part of the system of the takeover, like McConnell. But this whole notion that you can do business as usual, when, when when the house is on fire, people, you've got to get aggressive to put the fire out. The house of the United States of America is on fire. And a little hose or a little dinky ho hose or remnant is not going to cut it at this point in time. That, that's where the fight in fire with fire is going to need to happen. And that's the way you've got to get their attention. You've got to do something to, to, to break this paradigm, to get through to the other side of this conversation, to know that, yeah, and listen, even if the, and let me just tell you, and here's my, here's a thought here. Even if it gets to the point, friends, back to this moment where, you know, okay, and we talk all the time about a revolutionary moment, and we talk about a civil war moment, and we hear those words being thrown around a lot, and none of them are nice, and they don't sound good. I mean, they just don't. But the alternatives many times are worse, you see? And so when you talk about that and this this moment, you, you've got to look at all of the factors of the damage being done to our country right now, many of the consequences that we're not feeling at this point, but we will be feeling them soon enough. You can count on it. 
just the border issue deal alone with Mayorkas and Biden's policies, he has crippled our nation. I mean, it's a long list of grievances the American people have with this administration and with this establishment and with these global players. It's a long list. And it is a radical moment. That's what I suggest to you. And we have got to fight back aggressively. So these comments make me vomit uh, from McConnell. Uh, and this whole notion of the fact, I said, I don't care what you said two years ago, Mitch, uh, if we had two impeachments. Well, you know, that's what the left decided, didn't they? Do you think they worried about how anything was going to look? No. They were just worried about hitting patriotism in the gut. And they they were perfectly fine with uh, destroying our Constitution and uh, disrespecting our flag. They were, they were just more than fine with the people. And anything they could do, Trump was in the way, representing the people. And th that was that was the uh, moment that, uh, and that's why they accelerated everything, you know, right? Uh, uh, remember Page and Strzok and all of these cats. I mean, it's it's just the, the Comey affair. And, and, and the corruptness goes so far. Um, it, if we knew everything that we should know, I mean, th that has transpired in these past many years, if, if the American people had a real sense and flavor of everything that had truly, truly happened in our country over the past many years, and this is all the way back through the Obama years, if we had a sense of what that was, you, you, you would be, you'd be shocked, you would cry for your nation, and you would, there's so much that is not in the light of day. All of these, just like in the military sense, when they're out there and they put all these landmines, so you step on it, they blow off and blow your foot off, your arm off or your head up or kill you. It's the same thing Obama did throughout government back in 2008 and to 2016. He put a lot of landmarks, landmines throughout government, throughout all these bureaucratic institutions and throughout the landscape of government. And right now the Biden uh, regime is doing the same thing. His people, not him, he doesn't know the flavor of the day, but it's the same cats that ran Obama that is running Biden. Uh, Obama Inc. is Biden Inc. It's the same story, I thought Americans, it's the same deal, you follow me? And that's, What's happening now is that those same cats, they're putting, I'm telling you, they're doing, they're taking precautions right now. They're putting things in place that are going to be hard to transition back, that are going to be hard to turn over, going to be hard to change immediately. They're taking as many precautionary steps and they're putting as many landmines as they can all the way through uh, this uh, bureaucratic establishment called Washington, D.C., or better known as hell on earth. That's what they're doing. Guaranteed. So Obama, Inc., Biden, Inc., that's what we got. Would have been the same thing as Hillary Clinton, Inc. But she's done plenty on the backside. Her and her crooked husband have done plenty of things uh, that have aided and abetted 
the enemy, uh, for sure. And naturally, these people should all be locked up, of course. But back to uh, McConnell's points, criminal justice system, that's long gone. It doesn't exist. So we don't have a, a justice system that is at all just. And McConnell knows this. It's a freaking joke. I mean, he 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 knows. He he went through these impeachments and all the, the 25th Amendment garbage that they were trying to say mentally incapacitated. That they were trying to get Trump on, remember. And and, and there was so much baggage there, but th- that was okay. The right, they they never stop, they just keep tightening the screws, people. That's what they do. We'll talk more on uh, all of these points ahead here. And uh, this moment in time, really, that, uh, you know, it's a tough conversation. I mean, a full disclosure, it's not an easy conversation, especially for someone like me who doesn't normally think that way. Um, We're talking about a radical approach to things. I mean, we're God-loving people. We fight the good fight every day, people. You understand? But God has given us the tools to fight back. And we're talking about fighting Satan here, fighting the evil. That's what we're fighting. And so we have to use those tools effectively to fight this machine back. I want you to understand that. This, this isn't a conversation anybody, and we, we should not enjoy having these, but they need to be had. Just the same. We have to wake people up to the out loud truth. That's the whole mission here. I mean, a lot of people, they just run their mouth, never really making a finite point. I suggest to you at this point in time, my fellow Americans, it is just about the time now to turn the heat up in the kitchen and to get to to fight the fire back on the left and get just a bit radical on saving our nation. Wouldn't, Wouldn't it be interesting to be radical to save our great country for future generations, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be a blessing? Well, americaoutloud.news, where we can start is right there. That is the mission of liberty and justice for all. That's the mission, friends, that we proudly uh, speak about. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. That's a mission one doesn't take lightly. That's a mission that comes from heart and soul. That's a mission of love of country. It's a mission of the ultimate of patriotism. And it's a mission that uh, is crying out for a people to get radical right now on its country. Help us by sharing the stories and the programming, the first-class programming, all of the work our experts are doing. We're not in this for any other reason than to put the good word forward, to save our nation, to help our fellow man out, to further the American experiment, to secure it for future generations, to bring liberty and justice back to America. All of the above. Those are the things we're trying to do here at AmericaOutloud.news. Help us by getting engaged uh, in the game of life and share the out loud truth, friends, okay? 
We'll take a pause. You're listening to the voice of a nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at liberty at americaoutloud.com. Liberty at americaoutloud.com. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. And welcome back to Malcolm at Eight. This is the voice of a nation. We are so grateful you are with us today. We are hitting some hard topics today, knowing that we truly are in trying times like we've really never seen in America yet before. And when we are in such times, what we need really is an understanding of what to do to confront the evil that now besets us. Because let's just be honest, we are on a crash course in America right now, and it is our own government that is spearheading this problem, this collapse of the great American empire. 
the nation that was once a nation under God, and we have fallen from it. We have gone astray. We have forgotten what it means to be a government of the people, by the people, for the people, and based on the Constitution of the United States of America. So as we have been saying today, uh, Donald Trump really is in the way of the radical left government. And my complete belief is that this leftist party, the Uniparty, whatever you want to call it, the, the Communist American Party wants to destroy Donald Trump and they must destroy Donald Trump. You won't hear the left talking about anybody else but Donald Trump, really. Even Ron DeSantis is sliding, sliding down further in the polls. He is not a factor. The only factor when it really comes to saving America is going to be, can we bring forth a leader who can completely dismantle, topple the deep state? And of course, the deep state includes the rhinos. It includes the Democrats, every one of them. But it's more than that. Because these people are being funded by the globalists. You know, in every war, and remember, we are in a war right now. Yes, it is a spiritual war that is being carried out in the flesh. And we have to remember that. We were created body and spirit. We are flesh and we are soul. But we fight in the flesh. We suffer in the flesh. And... If we have any hope or any intent of saving this great nation, again, we must get back to the biblical standard, and we must elevate a leader who is going to be able to crush the evil. Now, I don't see any other viable option besides Donald Trump. And so when somebody like Mitch McConnell goes to a little picnic and says, hmm, you know what? I don't think that impeaching Joe Biden would be good for our country after everything that the left has already done to all the conservatives and what they did to Donald Trump. Remember, they did that to us because America was doing really, really well during the Trump administration. If we just look at the facts, everybody was pleased that their IRAs were improving, that our economy was strong, our enemies were respecting us again, and we were holding other nations, even some of our allies who were not holding up their part. We were holding them accountable, and accountability is essential for unity and for peace. We cannot carry the world. But Mitch McConnell thinks that now that we have a rogue government, and I would call that the Obama-Biden administration, um, whoever's ruling this party is doing a hellish job of it. They're doing a really poor job. And the reason that they're doing such a poor job is simply because it is intentional. In that sense, I have to commend them. I would really say they're doing a good job in destroying our nation. And we have to recognize that this is intentional. Or am I mistaken? 
What do you think? No, I don't think so. This I think you're spot on, Steve. I think you're spot on. Uh, and, you know, this is why the rules of the game are changing. This is why. So when I make this statement, you know, sometimes there are things you say uh, that one would say, rather, that are taken out of context. So when I say and make this statement, Steve, uh, that it's time to get radical is and people say, what are you talking about? That's not at all. I mean, but d- you get the point of what I'm talking about. Does that resonate with you at all? Oh, I completely get the point. Let's just define the word, Malcolm, because you have chosen the ideal word. Radical simply means to get at the root of things. That's all it means. It doesn't mean a rebel without a cause, which is what some people probably think it means. Radical means just getting to the core of the issue and dealing with it. And I love being radical because it's a very productive and helpful, useful thing if it is directed in the right direction, you know, that's, if we're taking exactly it where it should go. Yeah, that's exactly it. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, it's just like when I was on a broadcast with some folks, um, oh, uh, a couple of weeks back, Steve, and uh, I had made this comment, you know, this whole thing about uh, diversity, equity, inclusion business as an example, as an example. And people say, you know, in, in when you oppose any of these uh crazy policies and uh, life-altering uh, uh, things that they want to do to our culture, uh, you're called out. You're called a racist, a phobe, all of this here. It's it's constant. It's what the left does. They just, because they're bent on what you just said, destroy in our nation. That is their goal, their purpose. That's very clear now. It's clear to everybody. No, it's just people got to determine what team they're on. They're either on the team to save our country and they're a true patriot, or they're not, and they're in which case they're the enemy. It's that simple at this point. But this whole thing, I find even with, here's an example of, of patriotism, patriots, that oftentimes they want us to be tolerant, that we're tolerant, and we need to be tolerant. And so you need to do this, Steve, because that's the way it is. You need to be tolerant. Why aren't you tolerant? Aren't you? Yeah. And and they actually will call you out on that when you're not following their. No, and it doesn't matter how crazy their policies are. It doesn't matter how insane the deal is. It doesn't matter about any of that. They just they will call you out constantly. And they want you to be tolerant to their chaotic Nazi communist BS. That's what they want. Now, I think when I said this to somebody a couple of few weeks back and they got offended with me. They thought I had stepped into a pile of, of uh, minutia. Uh, could have said other things there, yeah, but that'll work. And, uh, you know, and, and I said, no, we need to be less tolerant. I said, oh, my God, you, you can't say that. Well, yeah, I'm saying that, damn it. I just said it. We need to be less tolerant for the insanity and this life-altering plan they have for the country. Let's be less tolerant. And they, these people were a bit offended by me by saying that. But... I'm basically using the English language that they've already torched and I, I'm flipping the script and the same thing when I say we need to be less tolerant of this nonsense and then we need to be more radical back to these jackasses. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense, Malcolm. And you know, really what you're saying uh, when, when you uh, are speaking about just what you said, uh, that we need to be less tolerant of evil is what you're saying. 100%. And people take offense at that. It just... 
it, it shows me that they have been successfully indoctrinated to some extent. They've been brainwashed because they, you know, they when you hear it over and over again, you you believe it's like, yeah, we gotta be intolerant. I mean, you get called a racist a thousand times because you blow your nose wrong or or you don't like the color green or yellow, you know, you're you're racist. Well, you start believing it's like, okay, I need to accept that. The fact that I, I like every color of crayon. I like everything. Anything you say, okay, I'll like it. I'll go along with it because you tell me I need to. Otherwise, I'm a racist, see? And that's deception. That is brainwashing. And a lot of conservatives even probably unawares are buying into this nonsense. Yeah, they are. No, you're spot on. They totally, totally are. They have bought into it. And some of these people are very good people. I'm not, I'm not suggesting they're not. But as you you said it well a moment ago, when you said to some uh, to some degree, you're right. It's not a fully, but to some degree, there is a bit of indoctrination to really, Steve. Frankly, the whole country. I would suggest to you even right now, uh, probably the the vast majority, potentially the whole country, has a bad case of PTSD. You know that. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, Malcolm, because you're right. And, and PTSD is based on fear. And let's face it, uh, the fear mongers did their job. They did their damage to Americans. And I believe uh, that virtually, uh, you know, I don't know what significant part of the population is actually uh, living still in fear, but I think it's significant, Malcolm, do, don't you? Oh, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. There's a whole lot of them out there. They're in the, the numbers in the millions. I don't know how many millions, but it's it's a it's a vast number of a percentage of the population. I'm, I'm guessing and you're talking about that have been totally traumatized throughout the COVID exercise, right? I think, Malcolm, that sometimes it's really subtle because I ask myself, yeah. you know, if we wanted to press the issue like you're talking about uh, speaking about radical things for radical times, getting to the root of thing. We want to get to the solution to save America. That is ultimately our goal so that we can have liberty and justice for all. So That's if we right. raise the question of what do we do to get there? Mm -hmm. There are uh, certain things that are tacitly off limits. We can't talk about taking up arms for uh, against our government. We can't talk about certain things because we have been so trained to avoid the issue of guns, for example, because of all the gun control. And right now, even, I mean, I just read uh, a day or two ago that gun sales are still at a record high, and it's been that way ever since the pandemic. And I think that makes a statement. I mean, if you just look at it for what it says, uh, I'm encouraged by that because I think maybe people are starting to wake up because it's affecting them more and more personally. So maybe they are being deconditioned, de-brainwashed. Is that a possibility? It, well, it is. And that is actually the hope and goal of the moment. What you say right there is that he, it, here's the crux of this, to, to put it to you very specifically, Stephen, to, to listen is here. That and we all need to recognize this moment that hopefully um, they there's been so much damage and we the country Americans have been sucker punched one too many times and it's it's serious and hopefully they have overplayed their hand that's what I'm going to suggest to you Steve they've overplayed their hand I am hopeful that they've overplayed their hand. 
and that that that's where you're referencing uh, many more people are now coming to the altar of truth the altar of truth that's what we have to hope for right now and and we don't know the full scope of that yet and we're not going to know the full scope of that uh, until this next election or two to realize how many people are asleep at the wheel and how many are really getting this dose of truth to understand and and may and and, and I'm really and I'm, I'm I'm totally conviction here when I say this because I've been telling you here on this broadcast for some years now that the Democrat Party has overplayed their hand and I want to talk about the Democrat Party I'm not talking about again a a normal Democrat Party that does not exist today I'm talking about the radical Marxist takeover so let's be clear that we use our words correctly here so we don't screw each other up okay people. You know what I'm talking about here. Not talking about those people. We all have friends and family that were traditional Democrats. So that's not what we're talking about here. Okay. But I do think this is a problem. My hope is that they've gone so far now that they have pushed the, the cart right over and that people now have no option but to wake up. That is our only saving grace here. Without having a full blown out 2A affair, that is our only saving grace that is going to take a tsunami of an impact so that no matter what happens throughout this election business, that there's no way they're going to be able to stop this tsunami. This Red Sea is going to have to part ways right there so we can walk right through the open waters once again. And that's what's going to have to happen, friends, you see. That is the moment. And at that point, we 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 save the country. We we make it. We have it. We take it back. And we begin to do inventory. And it's going to take some time to fix this thing. And there are going to be some calamities along the way. There's going to be a price to pay for all of this reckless, recklessness and foreign policy and recklessness with open borders and Recklessness with fentanyl and drugs running rampant and drugs and cartel and crime in our city streets. And all of this is not going to go away overnight. Rest assured, it's going to take a hard fought race ahead to fix the damage here. No doubt about it. Friends, thank you for joining me on the mission here once again. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.